Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We're at the NBA Draft Combine Media Day. We just did a full day of interviewing some of the top prospects in this year's draft. So more to come. That should be out very, very soon. It was really cool to meet some of these dudes. Even some of them said they are fans of Through the Wire, Crazy. which is dope. Um, so we appreciate all of y'all support, obviously, for helping us get the name out. And uh, yeah, man, I don't want to speak too much about the content because you're going to see that eventually. Yeah. Just tune yeah, in. Facts. It's been fun. I love these type of moments. Obviously, everybody knows I'm a basketball nerd from the high school, college college level so to see these guys get to this point and to be able to tell them up close and personal hey i'm a fan i've been watching since high school i was talking about you before they had you mocked up to be a top five pick um it's good to give them that love and it's good to be able to create and establish genuine relationships with them before they get to the league and become all-stars and now all of y'all are all of a sudden fans of them um (laughs) um, it'll it's it's good though no it's, it's fun um, you get to see a different side of guys outside of the game. So, yep. yeah, we got a lot to talk about, though. I want to dive right into it. Mm-hmm. The first and, and, and the, I think, most topical thing that's going on in the NBA right now is the John Moran situation. Yeah. Um, it's a situation that I have not spoken on on no social media platform or reacted to in any way because I think I'm still so baffled at the fact that we are going through this again and it's not even been, what, six months? Nope. This no, was around not, what not time did this happen? All-Star? Yeah, um, it was around All-Star weekend. Jan- I think in January. And we are oh, – he almost waited six months. He almost <laughs> waited six months. But, yeah, I just – Good for him. I just but don't – it didn't even have to be in six months. It shouldn't you know, have this to is, happen It, it shouldn't all. be a problem yeah, at all. Yeah. But it did happen once, and now it's happening again, which is the, the part that bad for me because – Exactly. You know, he, he already – and I get it. It's just like you say things in front of people that's like they, they want to hear. But it's like he went through the little rehab they had him doing through. He had a lot of moments during the season, especially in the playoffs, where he's like, I need to be here for my team. And now, again, you're letting him down. So that's just like a kind of like a slap in the face. I, I told you I'm a big fan of him. He obviously has a lot of fans. But, like, again, that's a slap in the face almost, you know. I was kind of speechless at the whole thing. I kind of didn't even know what to say. Um, but it's kind of just like how do you even put yourself in that situation after going through everything that you went through? It was even OGs of the game coming out and defending you and trying to make it look like like he made a mistake, but he could be better, like – and then you come out and you kind of like make them look dumb for even coming out on their platform and standing up for you and speaking up for it. Because they, a lot of them went through the same shit, but they learn from it. And then it seems like you, you kind of come out and you reverse. Even though it was kind of a mistake, like his homie was uh, reporting him. But still, really, like, yes. that, it's, it's still crazy. It's, it's even crazy yeah. to even put yourself in that situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Mike. I think yeah. that's what Mike was alluding to about it being a slap in the face. Because you do have certain people who... We're trying to give you the benefit of the doubt saying, hey, it was a mistake. He was going through things, the pressures, the liquor, and all of these type of different things. And um, like you said, Derek, you, you go out there and you you sit and you go through all of these conversations and you say all the right things. And I even remember being um, at All-Star. Um, did that happen at All-Star? Did we know about that at, at All-Star? Or did something else happen? Don't remember. I, I, I don't just remember, remember Ja kind of be standing offish at the All Star thing, and yeah. I and I can't remember why if it was something else or that situation. But yeah, you you put your team and yourself and your family. You know, you, your family was getting talked about, and you know your dad and the type of parenting and household you came from. You just put a lot of people in um, a position that you and them don't have to be in, and for you to be a two hundred million dollar player and the face of a franchise, the face of a city. Um, it's a parade inside my city. That, like that's your movement. Like yeah. you are the heartbeat of Memphis, a place that you know a lot of people are trying to hang on to for some hope and inspiration. And you are very popular in the uh, the youthful movement of society. And you know what you're displaying is just disappointing because these are things that you don't have to do. It, it you know people make mistakes and certain things happen, 
and it's like it's, it's supposed to or something is leaked. These instances, you are going out of your way it's a shame to put on. yourself. In, it's kind of and, and that's why I'm prepping and I'm bracing myself for a year long suspension, because at this point, you're sticking up the biggest middle finger in the world to your organization, your owner and the NBA and the commissioner, because you just went through this once and you said, hey, I'm going to do it again. It wouldn't be no better if somebody leaked something behind your back. But then it's like, hey, they leaked it. That wasn't meant to come out. But when you're going on Instagram Live and you're aware because you interact in an entire video and then you do that, that, that's a middle finger. And I'm I'm preparing for him to be away from the game for a very long time. I had some questions from my stream and they were like, do you think he's really going to get 41 games or anything like that? And I'm just like, at this point... I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised because it's like, what, what do you expect? They're not going to just keep being leniency in towards you. And like, it's once the first one came up, it took kind of the league by a storm. It's not like it was something that kind of brushed over. Like it stood around for a little bit. And for you to reopen those like those talks again, it just kind of shows that like maybe you don't care or maybe you're really not thinking at all. Like it's it's showing something's not right there. Yeah, he f- he fooled everybody. Well, mm-hmm. like in the first time, I was upset. And then after seeing some interviews and hearing people talk, I was like, okay, benefit the doubt. He goes to rehab, the shortest stint of rehab in the fucking history of rehab. It was whatever. He misses. I he think gets, it was like in Miami, Florida, too. It's in Florida. <laughs> he gets suspended for eight games. And then when he comes back, T. Moran is sitting courtside with a shirt that says redemption. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, they're letting people know that, okay, mistake, we're going to look past it. And for the most part, I would say that the world did look past it, right? We yeah. were, okay, they got eliminating the playoffs. What's next for Memphis as far as the basketball goes? And for this to happen on, on live again, where, again, his homie tried to hide, but like, it's, it's no nothing much you can really do. I've been seeing a lot of think pieces about the the homies yeah. and, and stuff. And yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, they they've been talking about how um, his friend group is not the best when it comes to being a good influence on him. But he is still a grown ass man that in the middle of an Instagram live decided, oh, you know, we'll be cool. I'll pull out my gun real quick. Yeah. And, and you know, I, when I first became legal enough to carry a weapon. I, I would say I was very hands-on and stuff like that. And then I eventually learned, oh, this is not the way, like treat every gun as if it's loaded, right? I, I, I appreciate you trying to do that for him. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I'm, but I'm not done. I, I know, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but when you say hands-on, I think you need to give people a different insight oh, because I they never saw you on Instagram. With no, I never I never was on Instagram flashing a gun, and especially not that way. But I like, when I first got my first weapon i'm like okay i want to know about it i did have it out a lot but never loaded never anything but like i think that part of gun culture is that like i have a weapon and i want people to know i have a weapon but you have to stop it at some point eventually i re- i started to really realize i mean you should treat every single gun as if it's loaded which means that you shouldn't flash it at all unless you're right. about to use the goddamn thing so to pull it out on in a in a nightclub inexcusable and to pull it out when you just chilling with the homies is inexcusable too especially when you have the influence that you do nike gave you all of this money because you could be the next face of the league when it comes to these young dudes they gave you a signature sneaker bro you know how many great players in league history didn't get their own siggy you got one of the motherfuckers out and they about to take all of that away because you can't control that urge to show people oh i have a the gun Under oh i'm about that i'm about that life what Under Armour? he was with nike I mean the Powerade commercial. My bad. My, the Powerade. Yeah, he commercial. got a Powerade. Like at the end of the day, you're a ball player, and it's very rare that we see ball players in a situation where you need to carry. And if you do need to carry, conceal it. Yeah. Simple. 
Mm. Yeah, and, here, just, and now we got to start talking about like what his suspension looks like. He got eight games before. Uh, of course, it's going to be a lot longer this time. Miles Bridges got 30, unoffic- 30 official games and then basically a season of unofficial games for his domestic violence case. Like, I have no idea what are we looking at. Yeah, could it be 40 games? Could it be 30 I, I games? Could, could it be I a season? I could see it being like 30 plus. I'm, pre- sure. I'm preparing for the season just because too. the NBA the NBA went through this. The first, because you have to understand, the NBA is a – it's a brotherhood, it's a mm-hmm. business, and it's a culture in itself. And when this first occurred and first happened, it was an embarrassing look for them as a business and a brotherhood and a culture. Right. And, you know, like KB said, this is not a situation where anybody in the NBA wants John Morant to be in. Like, yeah. this is this is bad for them. The, the NBA don't doesn't gain from this. And so in order for him to continue to be a part of this league, they have to harshly punish him. It's just mm-hmm. like your kid. And I'm not trying to compare John Morant to somebody's 8-year-old or 4-year-old kid, but if your kid does something, at first you give him a little slap on the hand. It's no big deal, but you have to enforce a punishment for them to know that they can't do it again. But then if your kid does it, you're going to raise the punishment up. Okay, you're, you're grounded for a week. And if they do it again, the week turns into a month. And then a month turns into, okay, we're taking this entire device. We're taking your video game away. You're taking your cell phone away. It just get worse and worse. John Moran is an adult, so they're not going to go baby steps gradual like that. But they do have to let it be known to John Moran and for anybody else who wants to follow his footsteps that, hey, this is what we're doing. This is so serious. This is so bad for business. This is so unprovoked and foolish that we're going to suspend you for a very long time and make you sit and think about it. And it's going to hurt your team. It's going to hurt your image. It's going to hurt your brand. It's going to hurt your relationships with Powerade, Nike. And you're going to have to really, 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 really come back from this because you can't just go and, and go on a tour of bullshit interviews and say a bunch of shit that you didn't mean. I think that's also the part that hurts worse is even when you were talking about like having a gun, yeah, okay, you're young and you make a mistake once, and the hope is for you to go on a redemption tour. But when you come back this fast after doing all of that stuff, mm-hmm. and then what, what irritates me about NBA players or people with status when they make a mistake, they be mad at us because we talk about it or because it's it's, it's still in the air. You know what I mean? They come in and they stand offers or they don't trust the media. All of a sudden, it's like we we're not the one putting you on IG live. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not the one. Wanting to have this conversation, I would much rather be up here saying, Coming, talking about the conference finals yeah, first. Conference finals and John Moran and the Grizzlies need to do this move to be back into you know the hierarchy of the Western Conference. But instead, this is what we're talking about, and I do think that the NBA they got to stand up for themselves as much as I wouldn't want them to. You know, obviously yeah. we want them on a the court, but they got to show that this this is a subject that we don't want to see nobody else coming down. You know, coming down into, and it's been too much. It's too much stuff going on in our society. That's around guns and gun violence mm-hmm. that, yeah, the last place we want to see is our players who we look at as heroes. When we were younger, we looked at players as heroes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? We have, you know, Iverson and Kobe. These guys are like Batman and, and Superman, not not the neighborhood uh, gangster. I, I, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand. I don't understand an urge to want to be street when you don't have to be street, especially when he didn't grow up that way. I think that's even what's crazy about it, that he grew up, like, with a two-parent home in a good neighborhood, and then, like, he gets the bag, he goes to the Is league. this confirmed? I don't yeah, know yeah, what John I, Moran I don't know from. his past. I thought like he grew up in, like, a suburban area in, like, South Carolina. I, I, or something. I, I think that would be something that you might have. research. Yeah, that might be something that you've seen somebody saying on Twitter. I don't know where John, John Moran is from or what his neighborhood was like. saw the picture of him with the Sperry's in that family picture. And ran <laughs> it's with the him. one picture <laughs> yeah. of him on the court, and Murray said he got the look glass. Is that even on. a real picture? 
Or was that a f- I think that's a Photoshop. Yeah, y'all job. might be running with Twitter thing. We're not yeah. here to run up with. I don't know where John the Twitter, Moran is from. The Twitter, the glasses thing. Even bro. if you are from I the hood, that's just a regular picture. E- even yeah, if you, once you get out of it, you should not want to try to be in the, in the NBA yeah. that have that type of background. Yes. And I'm sure there are many people in the NBA that own weapons, Facts. and we've never seen them flashing it. Can we end it there? Can we talk basketball? Yeah. All right, let's talk about the end of the 76 a season because on Mother's Day, <sighs> which. Happy belated Mother's Day to all of the mothers of mm-hmm. all of the people who watch us and all of the mothers that watch us themselves. And shout out to our moms. Mothers. Shout out to yeah. Yeah. And shout out to our moms um, who created us. And if they didn't create us, there would be no through the wire. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, 50, 51 points for Jason Tatum. Breaks Steph Curry's record that he set two weeks before that. Zero turnovers. Zero turnovers. Eating Joel Embiid on the switch alive. And Joel Embiid had, he, he didn't. Joel Embiid had no no answer. answer for that offensively, defensively. James Harden ended with a single digit points. Joel Embiid had 13 points in the first half, ended with 15 points. Eating them alive. It was awful if you're a Philly fan. It was perfect if you're a Boston fan because you ain't had no worries yeah. all game. But like, I, I don't even, what do we start? Do we, we should start with Philly because they lost, right? Let's talk about go. Philly. Let's talk about them losing. Let's yeah. talk about the fact that Doc Rivers just got fired. He got fired earlier today. I was extremely disappointed in Philly just because of that game six performance where Tatum struggled. You allow him to get a rhythm late in that game and going into a game seven, you should there's no way Tatum was gonna lose his rhythm again. He got it in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He was gonna come out in game seven and he was gonna put on a magical performance. He said to himself he's humbly one of the best players in the world. And he put on a performance. <laughs> and he put on a performance where humbly he showed speaking. us he's one of the best players in the world. Humbly speaking, I'm j- I'm just the best ever. Like that. Hum- I don't know if you contradiction. Can do that. <laughs> yeah. Humbly speaking, I'm the richest motherfucker in here. <laughs> but but no, I, I just love that. That's sometimes just the performance your best player got to put on. And Joel Embiid and James Harden did not give us a glimpse of that at all during that game. You would have hoped that it would have been like a battle, like a Joel and Tatum. They put on these magical performances and they come down to the wire. Yeah, We didn't get that. So disappointing. James yeah. Harden was, I, I don't know, because like I said, it's Wait, always nine. Nine points. Nine points. Yes. You know what like I mean? I, I, I didn't look at the rim. I looked at the averages too for the series. It's, he's, he's averaging 22, and it's probably because, like, that, yeah, that, that first game. Look, when you look at history yeah. and you look at the counter says, well, oh, shit, James Harden had a good series. He did. He had the 240 no. pieces. Every other game in the series, he was below average. Yeah. And, and some of them terrible. The frustrating part is, I think that, like, for game seven, like, you need that's the time for your best players to come. You know, you kind of throw a little bit of the strategy out the window because it's just like you played seven games against each other. Like, you need your best players. And we've seen Jason Tatum. As soon as the game started up, he had the little move, had a big old dunk. You already knew he was coming with it. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid started the, started the game off all right. But it's just like James Harden be making so many moves where he's just indecisive. Like, I've seen him go to the paint. Let me – actually, I got actually pissed off mm-hmm. watching James Harden. It was so many times he got to the rim, and you think, just let me get a shout-out, because eventually he's got to be on me. Yeah. I'm going to stop kicking it. This was pissing me off. Every time he gets to the basket, let me kick it out to Tobias Harris, DeAnthony Milt, Tyree. Like, bro, it's at points where you go to the bread and butter that had you 40 points in the other game. Do the little step back once you get a little room. Yeah, you're, you're do, James Harden. Right. Yeah. Do those things that, you know, that helped your team win the game. But after that, like, I part of and this was on Mother's Day, too, and, like, I watched half the game, and it's just like, Cause I part of it is like I'm at my mom's house and I'm spending time with them. I'm like I'm not even mad. I'm missing this damn game. Mm. You know, well, you did miss the the master class from Mister Tim. No, no, I went back. I went back oh, and watched okay. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was, is so magical, bro. To see him get emotional when yeah. he hits some shots and yeah. he's screaming to the crowd like that's the shit I live for. I love when players show that, especially when they're on the burner. And that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, turned around to the crowd and said, "What now?" 
or something like that. Well, he said this my shit. I he, think. he said something. Somebody must have been talking shit to him in the crowd. He was like, "Yeah, what now?" Maybe it wasn't in the crowd, but you know, there was a lot. Anytime also, a star. Okay, go ahead. I cut you off, but this is just what I was thinking because, like I said, James Harden was making me mad. You don't, you don't have these moments often, so go ahead. Yeah, do your thing. I because I, I've been on one of those vouchers. It's like. Obviously, I think skill skill for skill wise, I think he's better than D Wade, and I was putting him above D Wade, James Harden. Oh, oh, oh skill oh, for okay. skill wise, and that conversation is fucking dead. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is because it's always ago. been like I was with you in ring. Houston. He just need that ring. He just need that ring. But it's just like he. First of all, even when you're looking at those type players, top players, they have to be better in the playoffs. It's they have be, to. It's not. It's not many players you're gonna put yeah. up there when it's just like they have the fall off in the playoffs. They don't have what that big run that you look at. What star player went the opposite way in the playoffs? So won from it. Yeah, <laughs> you either go up. You can't. You can't your performances yeah. can't drop, and you you still win unless you're playing with Shaq and Kobe. But right, um, especially in closeout games. Closeout, closeout games, James Harden. He didn't even look like he had a sense of urgency. Nope. It was like. What are we doing that? We're, we're, let's suit up for game eight. That's what it felt like. <laughs> this it like, bro, come on. Like, you're right, Mike. He got to the basket a few times where he didn't even look at the rim. Now, part of that is because you, you mentioned matchups and, like, what did you say? Whatever. Um, Joe Mazzulla did make a lot of changes in game six and game – they traveled mm, to game seven. Okay, That's Robert yeah. Williams starting um, yes. and guarding P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker had 11 points in the first quarter because they were just like, fuck it. Which made PJ you feel Tucker. like, damn, they might win this. Exactly. You get yep. 11 for P.J. P.J. outscored James Harden, by the way. And they had like an 11-point lead, 37 to 26 or something. Yeah, that, that was a hard thing is that like Philadelphia had times where they could have won the game. I feel like the third quarter obviously is like where it kind of Third quarter, away. it was 55-55, and then you looked up, it was 85-57. to 57. Yeah, it, w- it went downhill yeah. so fast it was with Philly. so fucking fast. But, I want to give a lot of praise to Al Horford. Al Horford sure, this series sure. was phenomenal. I, I, I know like, statistically he might have struggled a little bit shooting the ball, but his defensive impact was amazing. Same. I want to give Joel him a shout-out, too, because he gave me my two assists uh, in that last bet. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the. I want to stay on the 76ers. Yeah. Because one of the biggest things for me that I've talked about all year long was the accountability on Joel Embiid. And again, we find ourselves in a situation where he he goes up and, you know, he has a long, long interview. And I hate the fact that that little clip just went out, that little yeah. part of it about. Yeah. That, he, that's, he, that's shitty media work. Yeah, because he did say himself included needed to play better, obviously. I, I you know, I, and I don't feel like a lot of people knew that context. I never trust a clip. That has a cut in the middle. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go watch the full twenty. Well before post. the clip came out, it was just a quote mm-hmm. somebody had just threw out there, which right. was accurate, but it didn't give the full context. Not even close to the full context. Um <clears throat> this is why the NBA is funny to me. And why a lot of teams don't ever break through the threshold. We look at Milwaukee, and there's always been these questions about Coach Bud. But because they won a championship, they let him continue to be the coach. And then once he got fired, everybody talked about how bad of a coach he was for that team. Or how, how I don't want to say bad of a coach, but how ungrate of a coach he was. The same thing is happening here for Doc Rivers. People talk about Doc Rivers and all of the shortcomings or whatever. Um, but at a certain, and I'm not here to really, I don't want to make this like I'm defending Doc Rivers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But like. When you look at Paul George and Kawhi in Game Seven against the Nuggets, was was that the year in a bubble? Yeah. That like the second half of that, they went like two for like twenty. Yeah, I see. What, I see what shit. you're saying. It's just like watching that game. You, I think they, the players are the got the ones that got to do. Yeah, something. you're not yes. looking at that game like fuck. They need Doc some Rivers, better coaching. Really, yeah, if right. they would have had, if they would have had Eric Spoelstra, they would have won. Right, exactly. But it might have. Well, you put on Eric Spoelstra no, level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, <laughs> for, for, yeah. for sure. But as my, a coach. I can't have James Harden having nine points. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so it's I like I hate this thing in the NBA where you fire the coach for a shortcoming 
and the players perform like that. And again, this is not to defend certain coaches, but it's like if he's not a good coach, mm-hmm. it don't matter what he's doing, get another coach. Because now it's just silly. Now y'all are excusing that and trying to blame him. Same thing kind of with well, the Lakers. And I understand a new voice can do a lot. Yeah, there can be some adjustments. But if that's always been the case, why has he always been a coach? Because I am – and the reason I'm making this point is because, again, like Coach Bud, if Joel would have came out and gave them 39-14 and 14 and they would have won, nobody, no, nobody's saying nothing. Oh, man, the, the, the 76 is going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. It went, so it's, it's crazy to me how a coach can get fired – but if two two more quarters went differently, mm-hmm. they may be like, I, we, I see what you're we saying. Lay, we, I, I just don't know. Doc might not be the perfect example for it because it felt like the writing was on the wall regardless with Doc Rivers. It seems like he's been on the hot seat every year. Like, and like it's mostly few because years that he's been he, there. his yeah. teams in general haven't had good history with closing but out series. But they knew that when they signed For him. sure, for yeah. sure. But I, Doc Rivers is another one of those coaches like Bud that I feel like can raise your floor. Mm-hmm. Where like if you're if you're an okay team, he can help you be a good team come regular season. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's blown seven playoff leads in his it's career. The same, and the reason I'm saying <laughs> it's a lot. You know, like it's I said, lot. my whole point ain't to defend Doc or Bud or anything, it's but it's the, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with Monty. It's like – Monty, the Monty one was, I wouldn't say wild, but that was the one that surprised me. Y'all just was praising him when he, when y'all got to the finals and all of the culture and everything. And it's like, yeah, y'all, they look so far and so so quick to have somebody take the blame right. instead of holding their players accountable. Because, again, I'm not here to defend Doc, but no coach is going to coach the 76ers and be able to survive a game seven on the road when Joel has 15, Joel has 15 and, and Harden has yeah. nine. I think the Monty, Monty Williams one maybe is slightly different because it's new ownership. Actually, the 76ers has a new owner too. So this could be clean in house regardless True. because we want to bring in our guy. That's what it look like, looks like Matt Ishbia's And if it could also be a case where it's the fact that James Harden doesn't have a good relationship with Doc. It could be that, but who James Harden's Har- probably about to dip anyway. Who does James Harden have a good relationship with as a coach? Dale Murray. He's as not a, a, coach. a coach. I know. I'm just saying, like, coaches that he has had. I mean, not Mike D'Antoni. I mean, my bad. Does he? He well, Mike D'Antoni lets him do whatever. So. He let him do whatever, <laughs> but did they have a great relationship? Do you see James no Harden tweeting, talking his ass off about Mike D'Antoni? Like, I, I just hate those theories. And, and if the relationship was that damn bad, why was Doc the coach this long? Yeah, I don't know. It I, just don't make sense. Yeah. It, it feels like if that was the case, Doc wouldn't have been fired because I mean, James Harden's a free agent. James Harden's a free agent. Like you're not catering to the unless that is the like. Yeah, hey, like they're catering hey, to we James want Harden. You back. Mm-hmm. We already got rid of Doc, so let's let's run it back, man. Let's yeah. run, like maybe that's we'll bring that in the coach the that you want. Yeah, which would be a horrible decision. Yeah, I, you don't give me nine points in a closeout game <laughs> yeah. to go to the Eastern Conference Finals for a chance to go to the NBA Finals, and and, and I and I tell you, I'm going to you the coach you want. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here, yeah, man. That's, not the that's what's wrong with the NBA right now because uh, there is somebody that probably would think like that, and that would be stupid. And that's why this coaching it, shit if is anything, stupid. It mo- makes more sense if it's for Joel. If Joel fell out of not love, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Fell out of favor with mm-hmm. Doc Rivers, then that makes more sense because he, yeah. he, he is the franchise. You know who I'm rooting for? Exactly. I'm rooting for um, the team like the Heat because remember, Spolstra. They stuck LeBron by tried to get LeBron. Yeah, yeah get, tried to they get lost out. and they, they they lost to the Mavericks, and yeah, LeBron put pressure on them, and they could have folded. But no, and look how mm-hmm. much their culture has been impacted by having one coach for a significant amount of time. And I get it, NBA organizations. Sometimes you do make a bad call, you do make a bad hire, and you do need to change it. But it's like, bro, when you have a good team. Mm-hmm. You have I, – I don't know. That's why I always ca- like the idea of bringing in newer coaches that haven't had experience mm-hmm. because some team will hire Doc Rivers because, again, he's a good coach. 
But again, you feel like there's going to be a ceiling on a Doc Rivers coach team anyway. But if I go get Chris Quinn, we don't have yes. any history of Chris Quinn. Maybe we get Chris Quinn an opportunity to showcase him as a coach, but also give him a leash to develop himself as a coach. Because yeah. what Eric Spoelstra was doing back in 2011 is not the same shit that he's doing over in exactly. 2023. He has evolved as a coach, mm-hmm. just like players evolve as players. Mm-hmm. But you can, you don't get that opportunity when Stephen Silas gets two years in Houston exactly. where he don't have any talent on his mm-hmm. roster. You know what I'm saying? Like He was a rookie coach who didn't do a good job, but could probably do a better job if he got more opportunity or a longer leash. But then again, with these franchises, a lot of the times if you're not one of those big markets you don't really have a lot of time during the rebuild you know? I, just, right. I just really think it's so beneficial to have a coach and and to have and to look at the co- look at the coach similar to how you look at the player obviously you value the players a lot more but i think if you have a coach who you're allowing to grow allowing to develop and evolve you'll have something there and i, I think a lot of more organizations should look at that Especially when you have something good going. Every every down season doesn't mean you fire the fucking for real, coach. Because it sets you back so much. Now you might bring another voice in. Who, now the next coach of the Sixers might not. Joel Embiid. How you know you're going to like him? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, it's just like the star player. It takes the time to jail to get the system, mm-hmm. the new yeah. system. I don't want to trade Giannis now because we lost in the first round. I've been thinking like continuity is one of the most underrated things you could just have as a franchise. For sure. yeah. I mean, I understand it's going to be like turnover in the NBA, but it's just like, like you said, these people are so quick. One bad year, you're out of year, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes it's not even a bad year. Honestly. Yeah, it's not even a bad yeah. year. Sometimes you just didn't get what, where the projection said we were going to go yeah. because some unforeseeable shit happens. And I, again, I'm not here to uh, defend Doc Rivers, but I do look at Doc Rivers' culture shit. And I'd be like, man, you are, you are very unlucky. I don't know what you did, but he got the ring with Boston. Yep. But the Clippers team always underachieved, but that was a team that couldn't stay healthy. If you had Blake, you didn't have CP3. And if you had CP3, you didn't have Blake. I mean, those two guys, they would have toe injuries. I'm, I'm talking about, like, the most random, obscure shit in the middle of a playoff run where we all think the Clippers are going to the finals. Chris Paul trips when he was tying his shoes, and now he misses the rest of the playoffs. Blake Griffin goes and dunks, and his fingernail got cut. Now he's out for the play. Like, crazy uh i remember austin rivers was playing once for cp3 and he got his whole left eye busted open um that was just a super unfortunate team if there was a time to fire coaches this season because there are a lot of good coaches available facts nick nurse mike will you know there's a lot of coaches and if those are the reasons behind it then i'm all for it and I, i apologize to the 76ers but all of these teams that are so quick to fire these coaches when you have these really really good teams I, it, it mind blows me because somebody can't be that bad if you would have extended them if they if two quarters went different. My mind, the most liable for this run is Joel Embiid, where we got one game this series that look MVP esque. Yeah, he averaged thirty three points per game in the regular season. Fucking averaged twenty three points per game in the playoffs. The biggest drop off we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know he was dealing with a knee. You hooping? You hooping? Yeah. You had expectations. You failed those expectations, and it has been a continuous thing. He's the only player in NBA history to have an MVP award, but not even a conference finals appearance at this point. And that conference finals, that's it's beating his ass. He yeah. can't get them. Yeah, it's tough game to hear seven that after he game seven after game seven. Finals. And one of them was extremely unlucky. I would say the Kawhi, the Kawhi? shot. Yeah, the Kawhi. <laughs> that team shot. that they built over there with Jimmy and JJ and all of them. That was a that was a very tough oh, yeah. ride. I Good Ben Simmons. I think Brad awesome. Brown got fired, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. For doink doink doink. That's Brett crazy. Brown got fired. I remember when Brett Brown got fired. He got fired before like they even left. Mm-hmm. See, the only thing I would say for like Doc. No, Rick, I'm saying he got fired after that game. 
at that shot, right? The very Literally next after year. That shot? Yeah, it was like the, the next, next year. Day. Doc on that? Was that that season? Yeah, he was definitely the coach, but I'm trying to remember if he got fired. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, then t- Jimmy Butler left. Doc Rivers was now the coach. Yeah. No, the only thing I, I kind of seen with the Joel Embiid shit, this is like maybe he could go a little bit to coaching. It's just that like, I feel like it was the same shit every time. Like, obviously, you give a lot of credit to Al Horford for playing the defense he was. But a lot of that. Oh, no. A lot it of that. It was the post- bubble. The bubble. It was the bubble when Brett Brown got fired, I think. Yeah, because uh, Doc Rivers was still the coach in the bubble for oh, the Clippers. When uh, the Celtics had beat them? Who no, Brett Brown. Oh, you, you know what? Brett Brown was the coach in the bubble, and yeah, they got swept by the yeah, Celtics. The Celtics, right? And that's when ben he had got fired. Hurt. Right? Yep, before he got fired in the bubble before the yep. plane even I'm took off. It up, right? Oh four. <laughs> yep. And then Doc came in. Hey, and by the way, you, you you gotta get a commercial ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Doc came in, and that's when uh, Ben Simmons passed the ball. That was his first season. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that in that game seven, Trey Young shot five of twenty three, and the seventy oh, sixers still lost this game. <laughs> oh man, they just lost to Tatum. What that man was that was that, oh yeah, because Kevin Herter had a thirty Kevin piece, oh, twenty seven. Yeah, wow, what a what a moment of time. Um, but no, Joel Embiid. I mean, for a guy to be as dominant as he is for seasons at a time, and for him not to have one playoff run, not one. You know, Jokic at this, I would argue that Jokic is right in the middle of his playoff run. He's, he's right averaged now, a yeah. thirty-five point triple double against Kevin Durant and, and they've Devin flown Booker. by everybody. And they breeze. they got a series coming up that can even put it next level, which we're gonna break down in a, in, a, in a couple minutes. And Joel Embiid hasn't had that chance. He's had Jimmy Butler on the roster. He's had Ben Simmons on the roster. He's had James, James Harden on the roster. Looked like the dream, the dream duo for them to have in James Harden and Joel Embiid. Right? Embiid. Like what what archetype player do you want now? You know what? What arc of Dame? Yeah, because he, he, he played with the best. Ver- By the way, he played with the best version of Ben. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people. We talk about Ben now and passing the dunk, but he played all with NBA all ben. NBA. Ben. All NBA Ben was on that roster. So I, I don't even know where you go if you're if you're building this team for the next season. James is a free agent right now. Are y'all are you thinking about breaking him back? Are you trying to sign and trade him, or like what, what you letting him walk to Houston nah, because everybody I'm, think he's going it, there? It's going to sound dumb because it's like you letting James Harden kind of go in that situation, but. If my goal is to win a championship, I haven't seen anything from James Harden that thinks he's going to do that for me. You yeah, know? But what do you do next, though? Because Jordan B's 29 years old. Now you're saying that my second best player, who just gave me a fucking Rolex for winning MVP, is gone. <laughs> so my second best player is now Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey. It's cool, but you know, obviously, that's not a championship team either. Mm-hmm. So what do you? How do you convince I mean, Joel Embiid not to request a trade? Right. See, that's that's going to be per- tough because yeah, that's like, what they're in right now. Honestly, you could you could be real with yourself and be like, what's, maybe, what's Embiid's contract? He's got two years left. Then I'll say, I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) Either way it goes. I don't know. I I think James Harden is gone. I think. You think so? In my head. He's he's gone gone. until 2026, end of 2026. Like I said, it it was a little bit of the self-urgency. I mean, and B. Yeah, I would say, say, okay, show me you're going to (laughs) leave. It was (laughs) self-urgency, but sometimes he looked like he's just not even locked in. Who? James Harden. I see. I think the same thing for Embiid. Yeah, Embiid. I, I, I really think that both of those guys on that team together were so tough because when things ain't going their way and they ain't, they not getting foul calls, and that's why a lot of us talked about that all season long. Yeah, it's not fun to watch, but also that's not a tangible, realistic strategy to try to get to the foul line because you exert so much energy trying to sell calls. You flopping on the ground. How many times did you see? James Harden go for a layup and he didn't get fouled and he's all in the all in the stanchion. Now it's a form five. Joel and B, you steady going down and you grab it on your back. You grab it on your knee and then now your my knee neck, actually does hurt. Yeah, my neck. I think my he back. landed on um 
Tatum, not Tatum, Marcus Smart's foot in like the second quarter. Um, and then he was hobbled after that one, too. So and I, I said coming to this, I'm waiting on the Joel Embiid postseason where he don't miss no time. We've only had that one time in the bubble where he didn't miss a game. Because it was only four. And he got swept. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, are you? when can you be available and play? They, they, like, this is what it is when you want to be that guy. You've wanted to be the MVP. You want to be the best player in the league. You want to be the best center in the game. This is what comes with it. Do y'all think they have blow it up potential? Yes. Yeah, they do. Yes. Just because they do, they're a team with championship aspirations, but they don't really have any avenues to really get there, right. unless they really do believe in James Harden. But what you've seen that James Harden isn't really a championship <laughs> caliber. Nine points so. in the game. <laughs> I do want to say no time soon. Like, like it ain't gonna happen now. But I could see even if they brought back James Harden again next year with a new coach and the same result happens. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh shit, you know what I mean? And so. James Harden's only getting older. Like he's, we, you can already tell he's lost a step. So right. like, yeah, definitely. So it's like he's not the same James Harden of, of all. You may get a random flashback game here and there, but because I heard there's some teams that is they waiting for Joel and B to make that call, and my team is one yeah. of them. Your team is. I feel, the like, all, team. I feel like all of them. No, all them the most got, of them. Yeah, all of them don't got the assets. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. But the Knicks do. <laughs> the Knicks got the assets. I'll tell you that much. Come on, he would love to guard. He would love to play with Jalen Brunson. Until he get 15 points in the game seven and right. stomping on James, his uh, <laughs> James Harden and Jalen Brunson. He'd love to play with a guy who 2023. He'd love to Which play with a guy. Which is crazy to say. Jalen Brunson has played. Better than James Harden? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Not even close. Jalen Brunson's probably the best guard in the East. Damn. Oh, the best guard in the East? I mean, yeah. it's Darius Garland. You also got Vincent. There's Gabe Vincent when he plays against the Knicks. <laughs> the best guard in the East is that I'm trying Marcus to see. Marcus Smart. Is that a hard, hot take? Best was guard that like in the East? Point guard or just kind Trey, of. Trey Young is in the East. Tyrese is a. Tyrese Halliburton, Bradley Beal. That's, it's not crazy to say that. I probably would Based disagree. off the playoffs, I'm going to agree with Derek. Yeah. He outplayed Brunson. I mean, uh, and that's two Garland. years in a row where he upped his play in the playoffs, too. So he outplayed it, Garland. Luke. Uh, I mean Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, well, guard I, I wasn't considering a point guard though. Oh, like you said point guard. Yeah. It's like a combo guard. guard. You, you said guard. You I didn't say guard. My bad. I meant to say point guard. My bad. You yeah. can make that argument. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't be too crazy. Trey Young will probably take it back next year. It, I feel For like sure. that shit type of it goes every year. For sure, but yeah. I definitely can see Brunson out playing uh, Trey Young in a playoff series. Yeah, off oh, sure. Me personally, Trey Young got to get there. But yeah, the Celtics did their thing, man. On on their home court, back against the wall. We were talking about a couple. Episodes ago, they was like, damn, okay, what's now? And there's a lot of discourse about Jason Tatum. And in the middle of that game six on Twitter, people, he not him. You know, the typical Twitter overreaction shit. And then he goes into a game se- or a game six, fourth quarter, 16 points. And then the game seven drops 51. Um, I felt like both of these game, both of these teams in this had drama tied to whoever won or lost. How many, game, how many playoff games has Jalen Brown played in his career? He's 26. Ooh. He's played... He I'm came go, in and out the jump. Forty-seven. No, more than forty-seven. Because they were going like how many playoff games has Jalen Brown played in his career? It's in the hundreds. Damn, it got to be in the hundreds, right? They went on runs. Yeah, they've gone to multiple oh, conference okay. finals. Right now. Though. So at the end of the lot. series, even if it's a sweep and they lost, he's going to be at a hundred playoff games. Yeah. Jason Tatum. Has played 84 playoff games. That's a whole extra season worth of postseason play. Yeah. So, like, I remember when people, um, we always make the 27 thing, right? You win in your first championship at 27. Giannis, yeah. LeBron, boom, boom. Nobody's done it before then. 
this team has the opportunity to because normally with those type of dudes, they don't get their first postseason touch until 24. Yep. Right. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown came into this league on playoff teams. Not playoff teams, conference final appearances. Going up against LeBron. Mm-hmm. Going up against Bron and dunking on Bron in the game seven. Every <laughs> Aaron was and Giannis. I swear, mm-hmm. I swear Bron that, uh, ended and who did they play in the middle? The 76ers? Was that Ben and, yeah, Ben and Joel? kicking the 76ers' ass for years. When they played the Warriors, too, they got a lot of experience, especially with, like, just how they've seen the defense Mm -hmm. that they've thrown at them. And that's why I be be seeing now. It's so hard to trap the Celtics because they'll have Jason Tatum with the ball up top. And Marcus Smart is the one that sits at that free throw line, and he makes almost all those passes for him. So Those boys are ready. That's that's my point. I'm not looking at them as young. They're young players. They can play anybody in that middle. I've seen Al Horford hit Marcus Smart a couple times. Al Horford hit Jalen Brown a couple times. Mm -hmm. They got they got some shit. And then I think it seems like when they back against the wall, they don't fold. They still come out and they play hard. Like, hey, I, we said all playoffs. So like even in the Atlanta Hawks series, that team looked cool, but they didn't do nothing that was surprise. You know, that was make me think that they can win the East or even yeah. in this series alone. You know, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that last two games make me think, and they putting together the right time. Marcus Smart is moving better. Robert, if, the the real question is when we get to this series, mm-hmm. um, is Marcus Smart um, is uh, Robert Williams still starting? And if the answer is yes to that, I got them at five. Yeah. See, Celtics are one of them teams that I feel like they cause the most turnovers that are like those those pick six type steals. They're like they just gain momentum because they, you know, they get three steals in a row or some uh, four is three turnovers. And now you you down 15 because mm. they they can get out in transition. So, yeah, I've been I've been I've been liking what I've seen from the heat, this magical run AFC. But I that last series against my Knicks, um, Jimmy Butler does look gas. They look, they look beaten up a little bit because it took so much to get like hit. Five to get five yeah, they, got, they so. got some nice little rest. Yeah. Yeah, the other time to I, I, I do expect the Celtics to really handle them. I mean, they're um, a minus five fifty in the series. Yeah, yeah, like like that's crazy in the it conference ain't no finals. Letting RJ Barrett and Josh Hart shoot, those are going to be people that can knock. Those going to be Malcolm Brogdon's, Jason Tatum. I don't underestimate Spoelstra, but he's he's outworked at this point when it comes to talent. But the one thing I will say for them. They playing with house money. They got yep. nothing to lose. Yep. It seems the like Celtics they've been favorite. They've been favorite. every season. Yeah, they've um, been down to work my favorite. But I yeah, Malcolm Brogdon said like the outworking thing is not something we worried about. You know, like I agree with him. They work. They work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a, a and they got more bodies work. to work. They're gonna have Tatum, Brown, mm-hmm. Smart, Horford, Williams, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams. You might throw some Grant Williams in this, Yeah. So they got they got bodies, man. They I got feel bodies. like it's gonna also be hard to zone up against the Celtics just because they they do have two really good wings and Al Horford also can shoot the three ball. So it's like yeah. they have shooters that's gonna probably shoot you out the zone. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a really tough dynamic. And if you play one non-shooter, that's all they need. It's just one non-shooter. That paint is locked down. And that's what we saw from James Harden not being able to get to the basket or even Joel Embiid because they were putting Robert Williams on P.J. Tucker, let him beat us. There's no driving lanes no more because this man, Robert Williams, was a part of the best lineup in basketball last year when he was healthy, and now he's back healthy again. So, like, who is the the Heat non-shooter? They got a few on their roster. but they I mean, they got shooting, don't get me wrong, but um, they did just shoot 28% in the last playoff series. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm expecting the Boston Celtics to take care of business and – Pretty fast, even though I love the story of Facts. the Miami yeah. Heat so far. Have to. I feel like they're gonna have to. They probably gonna defend him on the mind instead of anybody but Jimmy. They literally gonna go out there and just double team him, mm-hmm. similar to what the Nuggets did to like Katie and Booker. Bam's got his hands full offensively as well, and they yeah. don't really have anybody to go after. They were going after certain guys on our team. They were going after Jalen Brunson, yep. putting them in actions and stuff like that. You, what you gonna do that to Marcus Martin? Yep. Nah, you're not <laughs> doing that. 
Al Horford is intelligent. He's a much better defender than the Julius Randle, Robert Williams, equi- a, a better uh, shot rim protecting big than Mitchell Robinson. But Mitchell Robinson gave you some of that effect. And ta- ta- uh, Tatum, I was going to say Carl. I was Town. I was combining <laughs> Brown and Tatum. Uh, Town. I do, I do uh, that all the time. Those two dudes, you know. They when don't they like that. That's, that's why Jalen Brown gonna leave because he don't like when y'all combine them. No, nah, I can tell, bro. I can tell <laughs> that Jalen. <laughs> I can tell. Nah, nah for real, yeah. Jalen Brown. He he be looking like he just know like on the court like they gonna get that motherfucker to taste him. I Jason think Tatum I just really anyway. don't think that he enjoys playing in Boston. I don't. I, mean, I think he has too. mad love for Jason Tatum and his yeah. teammates. I just don't think he fucks with Boston. I, yeah, I think it's it seems like it's more of a city thing because he talks highly of Tatum. Yeah. Like he, he represents Jalen like Brown his brother. is also serious He's very serious all the time, Even in this media You know what they reminded me of A little bit Who Kyrie with Brown Those oh. two mm-hmm. Why Because just Jalen Brown Wants to be on his Own team But uh, how, Why, why do you I don't say see that? it Just because They're like the just, same age You just made that up And yeah they're the same age just because he nobody no Brown's the older one. Jalen Brown is older. Jaylen Nobody's Brown. saying Jason Ta- uh, Jalen Brown. How you look at Jason Tatum as a father figure? Not a father figure, <laughs> but it's just like he knows it's it's gonna be Jason Tatum's team. Yeah, he should he should be aware. I think people. I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Jalen. Yeah, it's, it's um, but self awareness is the most important thing you can have in this life. He he strikes me as a guy who's very self. aware But you know what? He probably too. see himself and be like, man, I think I could. I don't think that he doesn't think he is, shit. but I, I think if they win a championship, I won't be surprised. You're like, all right, let yeah. me see what I can do. Because honestly, yeah, he's in probably the best situation he probably can be in terms of just there's like no, winning. Pr- there's no when he has a bad game, it's not really talked about. Right. Tatum yeah. had two shitters, and it was like, oh my god, he's not like that. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown will go 12 points in the first quarter and then score three more points throughout the game. He's like. Well, the ball didn't find me on some James Harden shit. The right. narrative, people, I mean, like, the media is now saying, like, maybe Brown's better, which I don't realistically think. I think Tatum is still the better player. Me, what media says that? It's kind of like I, social I, media, yeah, Twitter. Social yeah. media. That shit. is a form of media. The motherfuckers <laughs> that we don't give a fuck about yeah. what they saying. Um, From uh, who? Jalen Brown fan. <laughs> Jalen Brown, <laughs> Brown fan. We just never heard Jalen Brown even hinting to anything like that. So yeah. I, I don't want us to put that. I hate when. He started making shit. No, that, no, he has. I'm trying to what remember. What did he say? When he was going on his um, his, was it with the KD shit that was going on? He's like, if they he feel did that an way. interview with either like GQ or one of those type of magazines where he didn't say explicitly, obviously, he was, but like yeah. he was dropping some nuggets that made he was on like, like a little media run. Yeah, he did. I remember this, but was any of that tied into Tatum though? No, no. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Kyrie said, "I got out of that okay, motherfucker it, to be away from Bron Shadow," but in. in <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, he's on a really good team, a championship contender team, and it's just like it's not that pool. I don't. It doesn't feel like you said it's just not that he wants to be there all the way. And I think part of that is because it's just he Boston. doesn't like being in Boston. Okay. I mean, yeah, some, let LeBron some, be let Boston be the LeBron. Yeah, some, I think some desires would you know as all individuals we want to know how far we can take anything. You know what I mean? One of the one of my biggest moments was was when I was doing some stuff without y'all because it's like, damn, can I do something without? Uh oh! Um, <laughs> could I host something? Could I interview a person without the support? You just—it's yeah. a challenge. And um, I think this is where you're at your best, though. When we just did all these interviews. I was like, let let Pia be the driver of this shit. You know, the personal interaction part. You got you, that you're killing all shit. of us in that. But Jalen Brown 
he hasn't really, you know what I'm saying? Because he could have easily been. So, like right. been the the quote. so he was with the Ringers' Logan Mur- Murdoch, and he was asked about his long-term future in Boston. He said, I don't know. As long as I'm needed, it's not up to me. We'll see how they feel about me over time, and I feel about them over time. Hopefully, whatever it is, it makes sense. But I will stay where I'm wanted. Okay. I will stay where I need, listen, no, where I'm needed and treated correctly. Do y'all think? But do you think that is from him being constantly? Ever since he's been in Boston, before Tatum even was there, he's been in trade rumors to get Kawhi, to, to get, get Anthony Davis, yeah. to Kevin get Durant Kevin Durant. Durant. I think we even maybe have thought he would maybe be in the fucking Kyrie trade. If I'm not mistaken, it's like yeah. So I, I would say it's more so not the like connection to LeBron. More so, it's just like he's on this very team that could win a championship, but it's just like you could tell he. Probably doesn't want to be there that much. He would be open to leaving. Well, Kyrie, very good Kyrie waited until he got that jewelry first before yeah, he, he started to test his market and stuff. So. And I think it's, a, if we being real, Jalen Brown is a phenomenal basketball player, can play for my team any day. The way the NBA is going, he's going to end up in the same type of situation. Unless he's going to the fucking Rockets. I yeah, know. I seen. I seen. This is Twitter. He go, if he goes Twitter to the, stuff, by the way, if he, he goes to Trailblazers, he's with Dane. Yeah, if he goes to the Timberwolves, he's with Ant. I know a place where he ain't got to be secondhand to nobody. What Chicago? He's gonna be there with Zach. The one I seen. Well, who better? Who? This was on Twitter, but it had <laughs> it had uh, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Mikael Bridges, and Nick Claxton on the, as they top three on one team. Yeah, well, how the, the hell did the Nets, Nets get him without giving up? They said no handles. Mikael. No playmaker, just vibes. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite one has James Harden, Jalen Brown, and Victor Wimanyama. And and yeah. That would be such a 2K. That's crazy, That's a 2K offseason. Well, I guess we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Say what? Reese's team. Reese's going to have a nice team. I think he was niggas in the playoffs where he just missed he the playoffs. He had Vic. Yeah. Now he got Vic. Yeah, the crazy he had offseason. Vic, Julius Randle, Devin yeah. Booker. Oh, did he? he saw yeah, Devin Booker. Yeah, he had a crazy ass off team. Again. He just came back with a whole lit. That's what I'm he saying. Su- he had a good team, and then he sucked and got Vic. <laughs> How y'all feel about the series? Are we all picking Celtics? I'm picking, I'm picking Celtics. Celtics. I'll give the Heat two games. I think they'll get two. I think we'll get two Jimmy Magical performances. Okay. Respect, respect. Mike, it's that time, my boy. It's time for us it to, is. to talk Again? about this other side of the it's series. It's like in your hair. I don't want to do it because people going to think I'm slapping you upside your head. But yeah, I got it. I got it. It is well, that he is time slapping though. Him upside the head. It is that time, Mike. Gonna be, I'm gonna be streaming the game tonight too. Um, my day day so make sure y'all. Promo. By the it's time this shit come out, the game might be halfway up. We don't they know when this is coming in. out. They can still tune okay. in. Timestamps. Mike being oh, here though. Timestamp. Mike promoting himself. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it though. I love it though. I think we're in for a heart, like a, a crazy battle. I mentioned on the podcast, like if we could somehow pull this out, I think we kind of become the favorites after beating Denver. I've had a question I wanted to ask you What's specifically. Up? Oh, this, this is all y'all too, though. Are they all, uh, are so y'all the favorite if y'all get past Denver? Yeah. If Boston is on the they, other side, the, the, the you Lakers think so? are the favorite. Yeah. Um, because the Lakers would have taken down the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the, the Warriors, Warriors and the Nuggets. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's a just, crazy path. I mean, the Grizzlies weren't crazy. really on shit. I'm sorry, Golden State. Um, who guard too? Who who like, oh. So I think the biggest matchup is trying to figure out who who start is Jerry Vanderbilt back in the starting lineup or yes. is it Dennis Shooter? Yes, I was and, thinking and that determines that. a lot. Me and my dad talked about that. I think Vanderbilt gets Vander, Vanderbilt get back into the lineup because the Nuggets are big. Er. See, I feel like it can go both ways. It's really going to depend. I feel like how the Nuggets are guarding them because honestly, you can go a little different ways with Anthony Davis. If somehow some way like Jerry Vanderbilt's on the on the on the floor with them starting, I feel like they put Jokic on Vanderbilt and just kind of let uh, Jokic do his thing, mm-hmm. and he's the one helping on uh, Aaron Gordon, who showed he can play pretty damn good defense in his playoffs. So, 
It really Who depends. Who do you think Aaron Gordon guards? LeBron? He's, it's either he's LeBron, LeBron or Anthony Davis based on who's starting that lineup. I can't I wrap my mind it. around who guards Jamal Murray and MPJ. Because Jared Vanderbilt mm-hmm. gave us minutes in the first two games versus Curry, which yeah. is fine. But eventually he lost his favor, too, where he was getting 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Right. I think Dennis Schroeder is a very good chaser. I don't know how I feel in an open court, like one-on-one. I think he's been good, You not, not to get me wrong. Um, but, yeah, it, that is tough. I think this series really depends on – Jamal Murray on both sides because the Lakers are the number one team when it comes to fishing matchups and they're going to put him in every single action especially down the stretch and sometimes it's not even go most of the time it's not even going to be Braun it's Austin Reeves get give me yeah. Jamal Murray it's Lonnie Walker like they did with Steph Curry they're going to do that and you can still be a good defender but if you're smaller the Lakers are going to take advantage of that yeah and MPJ is a 6'11 sharpshooter so I'm trying to figure out who guards him because Le- LeBron had a lot of moments let's be real where he lost the motherfucker. And a lot of times it was Wiggins, so it's like, who cares? Yeah. MPJ is, is a 40% three-point shooter and not afraid to take the, and shoot the motherfucker. So we know Jokic is a potentially going to be on a Vanderbilt or Anthony Davis. Yep. yep. More likely Anthony Davis, I think, to at least start the series. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Anthony Davis is going to guard Jokic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. LeBron, Aaron Gordon. I would assume so. Yeah. So Austin, not, they definitely not. They better not put him on no MPJ running around. So now, if you go Schroeder, you have Schroeder, D'Lo, Reeves. You putting Reeves on MPJ? Probably. I think that's out of those three options. He's the best one. We're yeah. like, yeah, he's six eleven, but for some reason, that size difference is the best. And KCP yeah. is guarded by D'Lo, and Schroeder's on Murray. Probably yeah. something like that. If Jared Vanderbilt starts, who does he guard? MPJ. He probably. I think they would. Throw I think they would put him on. I really. I think they would put him on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Yeah. I think either that or he gonna get some possessions guarding uh, Jokic, Jokic, so yeah, Anthony sure. Davis can roam and, and protect the paint because Jokic obviously is not all the way in the paint. Well, Jokic, and also, Jokic gonna put Jerry Vanderbilt. To I a feel wall. like the Nuggets. They're gonna <laughs> throw some type of weird defense. They shown that like they're just gonna throw up different things because they don't want Jokic to obviously get exposed. I I would love to see LeBron back in that post again. Well, that yeah. one of the big determinant factors is how y'all pay the play the paint. Mm-hmm. In the last couple series, y'all had such an advantage because of how tough and how much y'all draw fouls. Mm-hmm. The Warriors foul a shit ton, y'all get fouled a shit ton. And yep. that was baked into the series. Y'all knew that was going to happen. The Nuggets don't foul. Now, they probably will because it's, it's LeBron and Anthony yeah, Davis. Yeah. Time, but, like, just notoriously, they're not a team where, like, it felt like no matter what, the Lakers are going to outshoot free throws on every team by 15 every yeah, night. That's I why don't know if that's the case that's in the like series. That's like the small team I feel like that they have. Is because like you say it could go fouls is just always one thing that's just like hard to just rely on, mm-hmm. but with them being consistently like they draw fouls, that was like one of the edges. You know, I was thinking they have honestly because the Nuggets, especially with the Suns, they had a lot of grinded out, low scoring ass games, and I feel like the Lakers, the way they play ball, they could win a lot of those grinded out, grinded out games. They obviously score in the paint, the free throws, stop the clock. And it's just like, like you said, they have their game plan where they're just hunting mismatches. How do y'all? How do you? How do you think y'all would keep up though if the Nuggets are really like shooting the three ball very shooting, well? See the three that ball would be tough. Over the over the last couple of years, yeah, the you three, three, three ball away? always got to worry about the Nuggets. Yeah, I think they'll because Jokic is still always going to have that gravity where his three point shooters are still going to shoot the ball pretty well. KCP, MPJ, yeah. Bruce Brown had a really good series. And like you said, LeBron, I think KB priced it. LeBron's going to lose some shooters sometimes. Like this is just natural. He's done it his whole career. MPJ is going to get some open looks. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's another scary part for y'all for sure. Y'all defense has been elite, like best in basketball for a long time now at this point. And you saw that in the first couple series where, like, it might be a grimy-ass game, but our defense can hold Steph Curry in these last couple minutes. 
the Warriors, not the Warriors, the Denver Nuggets offense. Jokic is literally it's just a like whole 30, nother level. A Thirty-five point triple double yes. is nasty to be. It's a whole nother level, and I, I'm afraid for y'all in the sense that the Denver Nuggets have what it takes to genuinely just outscore y'all. They do, yeah, they do, and because y'all offense can get very stagnant, and that's when the defense comes in. That's where they got the chance. That to. three point, the three point comes into a factor for them because, like you said, they can really get hot from three. I would be saying for the Lakers, and it's not like we don't need it. It's not like we can't use more shooting. But I feel like the Lakers have never really relied on three-point shooting to really build out battles. I feel like that's where they're a lot different from teams. Because like I said, you know, it's it feels great when Lonnie Walker hit two threes for us. Mm-hmm. Or we have somebody that can D-Lo hit three threes for us. Reeves. It's not like we kind of like rely on it. And that's why I think that like that constantly attacking the paint, Maybe one game we can get Jokic and Falcho or something like that. I think that's just like a natural recipe to win playoff games. Now, y'all trending. I'm looking at the numbers. Y'all are trending very upward when it comes to um, offensively, in, like based on the Warrior series opposed to the Denver uh, right. the Grizzly series. So, y'all had the – you remember the 20 teams, uh, two-thirds of the fucking league make the playoffs now. Or, you know, um, y'all have the number one defense in the playoffs. And, again, that's great because it's 13-game sample size. But the number eleventh offense, and while on the other side of the ball, when it comes to the Denver Nuggets, um, they have the number two offense. And the only reason it's number two because the New Orleans Pelicans scored a shit ton of points in a one playing game that they lost, and yeah. then they are the fifth best defense. So they have they've had it on both sides. Yeah, I mean they literally had freaking Devin Booker and Kevin Durant like coming out their body. Like for all we know, they oh for as long as we kind of knew, like they're great scorers, but they're. Their bread and butter is that mid-range. They started mm-hmm. taking them their 10 threes a game apiece. Yeah. What y'all need to do to win this series is put that pressure on the rim. That's it, the main they, thing, yes. Yeah. The, yes. The, they have not played a team so far, the Nuggets, mm-hmm. that had somebody or people that just – and we Penetrate. saw Devin Booker do that, right? In the one game where he shot 100% from the field, basically, he was getting downhill. Devin yeah. Durant just, as well. They don't have an answer yeah. for that, really. And that's why I feel uh, – and this is LeBron I'm talking about, but it's just like I feel sometimes that he – he can obviously settle, but it's just like you could say that that first step is just not as there as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Gordon's probably the most physical guy you've That's LeBron will face so far. I wouldn't, like I said, mind him seeing him, especially with smaller matches, just go to the post. Mm-hmm. Go to the post. He's had so many times where he's made great plays, great reads just out of the post. It just takes away from just like, let me drive. Let me they Because you could kind of tell when he's getting ready to drive or it's just like, I don't know. It's part of him getting a little bit older, but like it's a lot foreseeable. It's just it's a it's a little easier to stop than it was when he was like ten years ago or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, KCP's been great. And love playoffs me some so KCP. Um, we got the rematch on both sides though, so that's yeah. the fun part. Hopefully, we can get another Anthony Davis game winner. That's what you need. <laughs> Hopefully, it don't come down to that. <laughs> no, um, it's it's the same teams, but not the same teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the only two people that were on that bubble team. Anthony Davis and LeBron. <laughs> like yeah. Everybody else is gone. <laughs> and even for the Nuggets. Shooter, shooter. No, he was on Thunder. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, six minute a year. I'm sorry. Even for the Nuggets, it's like just a few people. It's Jokic, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray MPJ. And MPJ. And then, uh, wasn't that uh, Con- Conchar? Con- no, no, not Conchar. Chanchar. Oh, okay. Chanchar was on Victor. that roster. Yeah. Um, but everybody else is different. So. You know, it should be it should be a well coached battle. How, Who how do y'all, y'all think f- are the biggest X factors in these series? Michael Porter Jr. Mm. And on the Lakers side, it might D'Angelo be Russell. I would oh, you say D Lo. If oh, we talk so? about role oh. player, I think it's D Lo. There's yeah. no way like My D-Lo. dad gonna try to tell me that D Lo ain't a role player. I'm playing. <laughs> what the hell? He definitely not one of the ones. Right. So he yeah. gotta be if he can give us consistent points, because I think that like when LeBron and AD are, are coming at you, it's like that's the given. But it's like, okay, now D-Lo got 15 points. He got eight and a quarter. It's like 
it's that add-on, that, that, that mm-hmm. scoring we need to make yes, up to get is. into a top-10 offense. And he can give y'all that punch you were just talking about. Y'all don't rely on three, but when he's scoring, he is, he's able yeah. to hit. Just like that quarter where he, he scored nine in a row, yeah. three threes in a row. I think that was against the Grizzlies. And against that Warriors series, they did a good job of posting him up. And like using, making sure he uses size and putting him in that little short Russell, block. He be, when he dribble, he don't bend like his knees. He just yeah. bend his back. When he, yeah. he does. <laughs> he does. He has a definitely a stiff kind of motion to him. I I, I want to. I agree with Mike. I want to see more posters from LeBron. My favorite moments from LeBron in the last series when he was as close as possible to that basket and kind of played like an older you know Carl Malone. And it's it's a respect team too. But when he posting up. Teams double team him. Yeah. It don't matter if he took the dribble or yeah. People are looking to they got to bring the help over. And no, no matter how old he get, his finishing through contact is still gonna be he there. He gonna do that. Yeah. If you're um, if you're coaching the Lakers, are you doubling Jokic? Sometimes you have yeah, to. Yeah, I, I would just throw up as many different looks at him, keep him yeah, kind of on some real shit. And like this can sound like a little crazy simile, but like the Tom Brady shit. If you something works, probably don't throw that shit up. Throw it at him again because that's how He's smart calculated he is as a player. Yeah. Yeah. So I would consistently change things up. But at the same time, Anthony Davis, we, this is what you need. This is what we need you right. for now. Yeah. This is not just 30 points, but we need you on the defensive side guarding their best player. Yeah, I, know I think, who, gonna, I think they're going to have to surprise him. I think especially like down the stretch, you're going to probably have to sometimes throw a random double team on whoever's not shooting the ball too great that game. <laughs> right. I know who you're going with this series. Should I do the Corgi bit? <laughs> No, the cor- the Corky pick Nuggets in six. By the way, I just I was gonna let say you know. I'm, I'm picking my pick based off the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Corky pick Nuggets in six. So I don't know if y'all backing him up. I got Lakers in six. You all right over there, man? You are doing a lot of damn grunting. All <laughs> <laughs> his oh, he, he just as tired as us. Yes, he is. Uh, he I know. He, I know. He tired. He tired like the detergent. <laughs> uh, I got the Nuggets, man. I got the Nuggets. Um, I want just kind of like the Heat. I'm I'm proud of Love Acres. They made me eat my words. I never thought they would get this far, and I think they have a miraculous season. Um, but man, the Nuggets have a lot. Man, the Nuggets have a lot. But at the same time, even when I say that, it made me want to pick the Lakers because mm. I just feel like the Lakers got a lot. Either way, yeah. I think we win as as neutral fans. fans. Neutral Let's fans. hope so. Let's hope the Lakers don't win us in five. Let's hope the Nuggets don't win us. Hope in we get five. a seven game series. Yeah. and one of the yeah. two. But yeah. this is the one we want more, I think. What about you, Derek? Who you rolling with? I'm going with the Nuggets, but I think it's going to be a six. Even though I want seven, but I think the Nuggets are doing a six. If Jokic can do this and win a ring, they're going to put it on the same level as 2011 with Dirk. As they should. I, it's just the, that the Lakers, when Anthony Davis sit down, boy, y'all in trouble. That is I true. Derek yeah. said he wanted to see some Obama minutes. He was thinking about starting. Well, he won't Obama. play game one. Oh, I, I made that up. <laughs> I see the motherfucker in street clothes, and I see him like dressed up. So I, I really don't know. I think he um he's not talking about him coming one. back, but yeah. he don't. Uh, Tristan Thompson might check in before oh, him. Oh man, Jokic fifty. <laughs> Tristan Thompson might check <laughs> he in. He thought Jock Landale was breakfast. Wait till you see Tristan Thompson. Hey, don't sleep on Jock Landale. Was at least giving it some effort. Thirty-five point More triple double. Never mind. Damn. Um. We got the draft lottery today. Yes. Um, this is big. Here in our city of Chicago, we get to find out because uh, two of our teams are in the lottery at least. And well, well, man, three of your, t- four yeah, of your teams are in the lottery. In the lottery. That's lottery. crazy. The Jazz. He might just have win, he win, win. Four. The Jazz, yeah, right. Spurs, well, all of them Blazers, jump up. Uh, Bulls. We still count that Jazz fandom. You said it on this pod. You said it on the pod. That was years ago. And it was only because Derek Favors was there. That's That's such a crazy wild. We can just put put the Kings on since he Um, had that hoodie on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, 
Who okay? Who do y'all want to see outside of your favorite team, Derek? Who do you want to see get the first overall pick? See to give the 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 Houston Rockets. I think they would. I think that would be really fun to see Vic. They my least. I Shane hope the motherfuckers don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the Spurs. I feel you know, I love. I wanted to say the Spurs, I, but y'all considered them I wanna, one of my favorite. I want to go to. I want them to go. I want there to be like this, like another life, or like a Same. breath of fresh air for the Spurs, and also it's Greg Greg Popovich there. Like he deserves some. Yeah, I guess so. But Greg Popovich, <laughs> am I? Is he, was he yawning? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Popovich gave a quote that was like, um, "I'm not expecting anything. We ha- we've had all the luck in the world, mm-hmm. but just you got fucking Tim Duncan and five championships, yeah. so I understand <laughs> it. Um, but damn, you know, we've seen some of the people walking through here that might end up on the Spurs, and they like, Whew. yeah, you know, there's some options out there. I would say, yeah, either the Spurs or you know, what would be nice for basketball, the Detroit Pistons, Kay Detroit. Cunningham, Ron would be happy, Jaden Ivy." Enjoy basketball's very own. Um, Duran, Duran, yeah. uh, Isaiah Stewart. But be real, Chicago Vic. is the number one, though. No. Well, imagine if y'all. What if Luka and the Mavericks. Him they in a big city? Can Luka and the Mavericks get it? Absolutely. That's they, why they set they Luka got for a higher the last chance game. the Bulls. I'm pretty sure they're like a three point some chance. Hey. And y'all are at 1.7. If the so Mavericks that can game get that it, they sat out was definitely worth it. Luka the Bulls needed that game to make the play. <laughs> Luka and Vic. Luka and Vic with Kyrie. Yeah, too. Dallas got a 3% chance and the Bulls have 1.7. Yeah, I right. actually want to see the, the Mavericks get it. Mm-hmm. Do I run a quick sim right now to Do see? Do it. And we're we going to, well, I guess it'll be me. One touch of the button. I'm going to tell you how the draft going to go. It is the Houston Rockets with the first overall. So they're going to take Vic. Second pick is who? The San Antonio Spurs stay at two. They're going to take Scoot. The Washington Wizards jump up four spots. They're going to let Kyle Kuzma go and take Brandon Miller. The Detroit Pistons fell three spots. They're pissed. <laughs> Holy They're shit. pissed. They're going to take Cheris Walker. The Charlotte Hornets are at five. They're going to take, uh, who would they take? They could damn near use everybody's Cam Whit- Whitmore. <laughs> Number six was the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. They're going to take a Thompson twin. Number seven is the Orlando Magic. They're also going to take a Thompson twin. Number eight, the Indiana Pacers. They're going to take Taylor Hendricks. Number nine, Utah Jazz. They're going to oh, take. Well, he said that, never mind. I ain't going to throw him out. Cam Whitmore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. He already got taken. The, the Utah Jazz are going to take Casey Wallace. <laughs> uh oh. Number ten, Dallas Mavericks. They're they trading the pick. If it ain't one of the top, they ones, taking they're Grady the pick. Dick. Thank you. Use that shooter. Yeah, uh, he go shoot. OKC Thunder at they, eleven. They take in Anthony Black. Number twelve. I'm just talking. This play. I'm running it again. Yeah. And then again. You just waiting for the Bulls. Way to the Bulls. <laughs> Damn. It's not happening, boys. But it's fine. You know, it's fine. Oh, they jumped up to number four. Took you seven still be pissed. Yeah, I know. Um, is that all? Um, it seems like it. <laughs> I don't, we didn't <laughs> talk about Monty Williams. Williams. Yeah, Monty I mean, Williams he was included fired. in the Doc Rivers. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, the, he got fired. 
It was actually pretty random. I didn't actually expect money to get We're fired. We're tired. That <laughs> For reference, y'all, we, we've been here for very long. It's we got up since at 6 a.m. Oh, you got up at 6. I got up at and 6. And it's, it's now 3 o'clock, and we normally shoot the podcast at 10, so, yeah, our energy might be low a little bit. Yeah, facts. I ain't getting it's none on, of that vitamin D this morning. And it's on location. You know, just get, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we will be in Philadelphia, though, so there will not be a traditional Saturday podcast, but from my understanding, all of the other shit that we saw, shot today will be out Saturday, so I was talking to some of the top people in this year's draft uh, if you're gonna be in philly we we can't wait to see you show up and show out baby we got some good stuff planned um and then for the people that's not in philly you can still watch the show we'll still be produced and come to, to them other shows come to the other shows uh ttwtour.com and we appreciate y'all and we will see and talk to y'all soon i'm gonna get my ass home because the traffic already for picked real up. I, just I, up. I just i just looked at the traffic oh, picked up, damn so, damn right. damn peace out y'all peace